Are you seeking fulfillment for your life? Do you want freedom from fear? That's why we're here. Welcome to Jesus 101, introducing you to the real Jesus. And now, here's your host, Elizabeth Talbot. Hello, I'm Elizabeth Talbot. And I'm Maciel Davila Ferrer. And thank you so much for joining us. We are in our 13th program in this series, Trusting God's Way. Yes. Have you had fun? Oh, absolutely. Particularly uh, (laughs) our last episode when we started talking about Deborah. Yeah. Prophetess, warrior, princess. Yeah. Not princess. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to continue the story of Deborah today. And and actually, we're going to emphasize the fact that God does things in such unexpected ways. Not only did he choose a judge that was a woman in a time when... Uh, women's wisdom wasn't really yes, wasn't valued. <laughs> yeah, valued. <laughs> but now we're gonna see uh, God's unexpected ways in the way He will do the battle. Yes. you know, I I love the battle, uh, the battles in Joshua and Judges because they're so unusual, so unconventional. You know, the the victory, His plans, they come out of nowhere, yeah. but the victory is always happening. Yeah, and it's always the Lord's, and, yes. and God makes a point that the reason why they're having these victories is because He's in it. And he's using unexpected ways, sometimes miracles, mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, the sun stays still, sometimes, <laughs> you know, it's hail, hail. sometimes hornets. Yeah. And, and, you know, and this is going to be the case in today's battle that Deborah actually will get to go to the battle and uh, it will be different. It will be unexpected as well. And for us in our battles, maybe we're looking for victory to come in a way that we expect. We keep looking in the same direction, but yeah. have we handed it over to God? Yeah, are, exactly. we, are, are we willing to be surprised by Him? Yes, and, and in redemption history, we have this constant reminder, victory happens God's way, not Always. the way that we want it. And, you know, like I said, I'm preaching to myself today because we all are facing things that they feel like battles yes. to us. Yeah. Um, and ultimately that battle against evil for mm-hmm. salvation also has happened God's way. So yes. the victory is assured, but not because we got it no. in our own way, but because no. he got it in his own yes. way, right? Yes, and he has to do that. He yeah. has to do that because on our own, we'll be stuck in the mud. We'll yeah. we'll be still in wandering yeah, yeah, in the yeah, desert. Yeah. We wouldn't even know what to do. Yeah. So, um, you know, when I went to Israel, um, one of the things I remember is um, – looking at Mount Tabor, where mm-hmm. this battle will take place. And from different angles, because we stopped in different parts uh, of the whole place where we could see Mount Tabor. And one thing you see is that it's, it's pretty steep in the sense that it's kind of rounded on the top. Okay. Uh, you can see the silhouette from many different parts, mm-hmm. you know. And this will explain some things in this story. Mm-hmm. So that it's fun to, to, to find these details. Mount Tabor is... Um, you know, it's, it's about, uh, let's see how many feet, uh, 1,300 feet mm-hmm. high. But so so Deborah will um, summon this man named Barak. Uh, so verse 6 of chapter 4 of Judges, that's where we're going to start today's story. She sent for Barak, son of Abinoam, from Kadesh in Naphtali, and said to him, The Lord, the God of Israel, commands you, Go take with you 10,000 men of Naphtali and Zebulun, and lead the way to Mount Tabor. I will lure Sisera, commander of Jabin's army, with his chariots and with his troops to the Kishon River, and give him into your hands. Okay, so I think it's very important to, to realize that from the very beginning, the victory is assured. You yes. know how God always says, This is going to be a gift. A I gift will give him into your 
beforehand. And he already tells them where this journal is going to end up. He's going to end up in River Kishon, which is very interesting because they are camping in Mount Tabor or Mm -hmm. Tabor, like you say, right? So they're already in Mount Tabor or Tabor, and they're going to actually... Um, uh, camp on the slopes of this mountain, which made them safe because this man was known for his iron chariot. Yes, uh, 900 of them. 900. And this was told to us yesterday on um, verse Mm 3, that he had 900 iron uh, chariots. And so the chariots couldn't go up the mountain in this way. So this was very a place of safety for for the Israelites. Some extreme off-the-road camping that Mm -hmm. would keep them safe. Yeah, but don't forget that this detail because we will encounter this name of River Kishon again mm-hmm. in, in a while. Okay. And verse 8, um, uh, Barak doesn't want to go by himself. <laughs> no. It's interesting. And, and uh, by the way, I have yes. to say this. Um, he, he wants her to go with him, right? Yeah. And uh, I think the best type of ministry is when men and women are side to side. Absolutely. And the reason why I believe that is because when God created... Uh, mankind mm-hmm. in chapter, you know, at the very beginning, chapter one of Genesis, uh, verse 26 and 27, it says that male and female, he created them. Yes. And when they're together, uh, the image of God seems to be more complete, you know, all the angles of who God is. I know? agree. I know the majority of my ministry, I've worked with mainly men, and it has been a delight mm-hmm. to, to to work and partner yeah, and, and see to strengthen each other. Exactly. You yes. see different sides. Yes. We bring different sides yes. to ministry. So, But uh, Barak seems to want uh, Deborah with him because Deborah was a prophetess, and in, in many ways she represented the presence of God mm-hmm. with them, right? Mm-hmm. So let's read verses uh, 8 and 9. Barak said to her, if you go with me, I will go. But if you don't go with me, I won't go. Yeah, that's his condition. (laughs) Yeah, very well, Deborah said. I will go with you, but because of the way you are going about this, the honor will not be yours, for the Lord will hand Sisera over to a woman. Yeah, and it's interesting because uh, she's not talking about herself. This is not the honor of Deborah, another woman. (laughs) I love how humble she is because you expect it. Because yeah, out of nowhere, me, yeah. out of nowhere, we have Deborah as a leader. Yeah. Are we expecting a second woman? We're yeah. not. Yeah. But she says, "Yeah, that's she's the, coming around the corner." Exactly. And then the the verse ends by saying, "Deborah rose and went with uh, Barak to Kadesh." So to clarify, she's not just going on a road trip here. She is going into battle. Yes, yes. With him. Yeah. Remember in the, our previous program, I kept saying, "No, she she's a, she's a wife. Yes. She's you know she's a regular wife, a woman. On top of that, she's a judge. She's yes. a teacher of the law. She judges between the people of Israel. She brings the word of God. And now he she has a sword in her yes. hand. I don't know what she, exactly she." Look like, but I mean, she's into going into battle now, going riding into yeah. battle. <laughs> and you should see Maciel yeah, right just, now making all the signs here with her. I have a shield her, up her, too, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and she actually rebuked Barack's um, mm-hmm. uh, lack of trust. It's by a saying, lack of trust, exactly. And in in her call to him, she has already said, "The victory yeah. will be you." Like and the Lord has yours, said this, like this, He will yes. give you this land, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, but it's interesting because eventually in the New Testament, you know that chapter Hebrew, Hebrews eleven that is the like the whole of fame of faith, right? Uh, Barak, or Barak, like you say, Mm -hmm. uh, is going to show up on chapter 11, verse 32. By faith, 
Barack actually went and, and did this. Wow. So uh, and, it took some faith, I guess, at and, some point. And isn't that amazing? Isn't uh, To me, that's a relief that our faith can be wavy. It can go up and down yeah. and we can still be remembered. We're like, God is okay if we kind of... Yeah, God understands yeah. our weaknesses yes. and our questions. You know, sometimes, uh, especially Christians, sometimes sound like they're perfect in their faith. Yes. And that's not real no. because, because as humans, we get scared and all of that. So God... Yeah. Keep saying, I am with you, I am with you. And yeah. sometimes he will send send us partners in ministry to encourage us. So we don't have to walk this yeah. alone. And even Absolutely. though she kind of like, okay, yeah, I'll go with you. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm always happier when I've got a little company <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in the that's, battle. That's right. Now we get this, this one verse that seems out of place here on verse 11 that says this man Heber was a Kenite and has separated himself from the Kenites and lived a little farther away even mm-hmm. though those people had been in some ways related to Moses now they're not with the people of Israel at this time and, and, you're, and you're thinking uh, so that they are with the enemy then mm-hmm. and so it, it seems like it's an out of place thing but we're going to come back to that in a moment I've noticed that with the Bible and it's just like as we apply this at home if something doesn't fit if it pops yeah. up uncomfortably pay attention yeah, it's there on it's, purpose yeah, exactly yeah. there is something for it yes. that is coming up so Sisera that was the general of the enemy army on verse 13 put together all his chariots they were 900 iron chariots as verse 13 and all the people and he ended up in River Kishon mm-hmm. which remember we mentioned at the beginning of yes, the program yes. and you always think that these people thought Oh, I had a great idea. Well, let's go to River Kishon. And God had already said many verses ago, by the way, he's going to go to River Kishon. Yeah, because he's all, <laughs> this is not an original idea. Yeah, 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 God yeah, yeah. is moving in this direction. Yeah, and I love the way, the way that God orchestrates things yes. behind the scenes. And people think that they're doing it, but yes. they're not doing it. God yes. already said that we're going to do it. That he yes. already, you know, kind of directed that. Absolutely. And so, the, like we said before, Mount Tabor was mm-hmm. was a, this this mountain where they were camping, the Israelites. But, you know, uh, Sisera needs uh, maneuvering room for all his chariots. Because these are not four by fours. This is like (laughs) just a regular. Sorry, that's that's my Canadian showing out. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. So in the River Kinshan Valley area, there is plenty of room for the chariots. Mm -hmm. So they end up there. He he assumes, I know this land, I'm going to be safe. But what happens? Exactly. So verse 14. Tell us what happened. Then Deborah said to Barak, Go, this is the day the Lord has given Sisera into your hands. I love her confidence. Yes. Has not the Lord gone ahead of you? So Barak went down to Mount Tabor, followed by 10,000 men. And it says there that, um, you know, they had an incredible victory. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the in the song that will come in the next chapter, which eventually Barak and Deborah celebrate with a song, uh, it mentions that on um, verse 21 of chapter 5 of Judges, it that something happened with the river. It, it's like it overflowed and it swept them away in an ancient torrent, it says, verse 21, the torrent of Kishon. So it looks like uh, the place that, that this enemy general thought it was, it was safe, it wasn't safe because no. God was in the battle. He, and he does things unconventionally. Unconventionally. <laughs> you know, and the river overflowed. And to this day. Yeah, you know, it's, it's interesting that, that um, in modern times, uh, Napoleon actually had a victory in the same area um, in, in 1799, the flooded Kishan River. Mm-hmm. Um, gave Napoleon a victory over an army, in that mm-hmm. case, Turkish army. So I guess it still overflows sometimes. <laughs> Maybe yeah. he should have learned. Maybe he... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, actually, he was victorious because yeah. of that. So maybe maybe he was reading the Bible somewhere <laughs> along the line. 
So um, the general Sisera actually fled. The army was overpowered, but the, the, the general fled. And this woman that was Hever's wife of this guy that we talked about, that it looked like the verse was out of place. Yes. This woman found uh, Sisera and said, oh, come and rest in my tent. It's such a nice invitation. You look sleepy, my master. Yeah. Come on, take a take a nap here. And <laughs> while he was sleeping, um, this is one of the, those graphic descriptions, violent act in the Bible. She took a tent peg and uh, put it through... Um, his head. His head and killed him. Killed him. And so yeah. while he was sleeping, she killed him. And this is the victory that Deborah was talking about. Yeah, that woman would actually yeah. end up capturing the general. So the, the, this a beautiful song comes after this. Mm-hmm. Um, chapter 5 is one of the oldest uh, poems that we have in biblical poems that we have in the Bible. And uh, it's a song about the victory that God has given them. And, and they recorded it in a song for future generations. And it's a duet here. Yeah. Yeah, it's Barak and Working Deborah, together. It, working mm-hmm. together. And um, uh, this is where uh, Deborah calls herself the mother in Israel in verse 7, chapter 5, verse 7. It says, uh, I arose a mother in Israel. She's not saying, hey, look at me. I'm the only one that can do this. Yes. She felt that these are my children yes. and I got to bring the word of God and, to and them. And if Barak wants me to go, I'm not going to send him by himself. I will go into the battle with us, much like God is going to go into the battle with us. Because you yes. mentioned that she symbolizes the presence of God. Yeah, absolutely. And and they, they follow this army and it's, it's all in this in this uh, song, they follow them to Megiddo, which I think is a is a very interesting comment because mm-hmm. you know the the final victory of God against evil that is called Armageddon, you yes. know, Revelation sixteen. Mm-hmm. Actually, this is the word Megiddo. Is R is mountain. Megiddo, Armageddon mm-hmm. is the mountain of Megiddo. Mercy. So many of uh, uh, many battles took place there, mm-hmm. and and they're symbols of the final victory of God against evil, right? Pointing and, us forward. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And all of this, uh, Israel's victories actually foreshadowed our redemption to the promised land. And at some point, we have to trust that God is the one that does the battles and that He does it in a different way than yeah. than what we were expecting. And it's not a point we can emphasize too much because every one of us can identify a battle or a moment in their life that we have needed the assurance that the victory will be in God's hands. Yes, and, and we're told again in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 32, that this battle happened by faith, mm. right? So maybe we can learn that today, that... That by faith, we will be saved. By faith, we can live our lives without anxiety. By faith, we can trust God's way. Because God's way is different than our way. And He does things in an unexpected way. And we can trust Him. Thank you for joining us today on Jesus 101. For more insights and resources, connect with us at Jesus101.tv. That's Jesus101.tv. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Jesus 101 Institute and follow us on Twitter at Jesus 101 Media. Until next time, live free. Woohoo!